Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Throughout the ages of human history, God has always been working, relentlessly pursuing humanity in love. Regardless of gender, ethnicity, age or socio-economic status, God accepts each individual just as they are. He shows no partiality and loves each one equally. Let us continue in the book of Acts and see how the Holy Spirit is relentless river of healing and redemption for all who choose to receive and believe. This time we will journey along with Philip. He had just been to the city of Samaria, where he preached the things pertaining to the kingdom of God, including who Jesus is, what he has done and will do. Amongst the multitudes who listened and kept in their mind what was being spoken by Philip, people were being healed and set free. The resurrected Jesus continued his healing and redemptive mission by his Spirit in and through his disciples. At the time when Philip was in Samaria, there were both men and women who listened to Philip and chose to receive the truth. As a result of receiving Jesus' right to rule and reign, they received the Holy Spirit. The men and women who received Jesus' right to rule and reign also received power to be his witnesses. So let's pick up the story of what happened next. Acts chapter 8, verses 26 to 39. Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasury and had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning. And sitting in his chariot, he was reading Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said to Philip, Go near and overtake this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, How can I, unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. The place in the scripture which he read was this, He was led as a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb before its shearer is silent. So he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, his justice was taken away. And who will declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. So the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask you, of whom does the prophet say this? Of himself? or of some other man. 
Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. Now as they went down the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What hinders me from being baptised? Then Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So he commanded the chariot to stand still, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptised him. Now when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away, so that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. Here we see that Philip is being led by God, first through the voice of an angel of the Lord, then directly by God himself, who personally spoke to him, initiating this encounter with a eunuch from Ethiopia. Once Philip heard from God, not knowing what was ahead, arose and went into the desert. Meanwhile, the eunuch was returning from a visit to Jerusalem, where he went to worship. According to the Jewish temple traditions, the eunuch would not have been allowed into the temple. He would, however, have been allowed into the outer court of the Gentiles, where all non-Jews gathered. Yet in his own country, the eunuch had great authority, the authority of the queen. Remarkably, the eunuch was reading the Jewish scriptures about the suffering servant prophesied by Isaiah. At that moment, the Holy Spirit led Philip to where the eunuch was, that is both physically and spiritually. Philip, hearing the eunuch read the words of the prophet Isaiah, asked, Do you understand what you are reading? The eunuch's response was filled with a desire and humility to know the fullness of the truth. So the eunuch invited Philip to come up into his chariot and sit with him. He humbly asked Philip to interpret who it was that the prophet Isaiah was speaking about. So beginning at the scripture that the eunuch was reading, right where the eunuch was at, Philip preached Jesus to him. Philip revealed that Jesus is the suffering servant who willingly gave up his life. Jesus is the one who fulfills the role of the suffering servant that Isaiah spoke of. As Isaiah prophesied that through the servant's suffering, many nations will benefit. Hundreds of years passed, and the prophecy by Isaiah about the servant was fulfilled when Jesus came to the earth. It is through the suffering and sacrifice of Jesus that we are able to believe and receive our salvation. Everyone is invited to sit at God's banquet table of honour, regardless of gender, ethnicity, age or socio-economic status. God accepts us just as we are and honours each one equally.
Yet everyone has their own will and free choice, whether to activate their invitation and receive all the eternal benefits of Jesus' sacrifice, or simply put, choose to receive and believe in God in Jesus and accept his right to rule and reign. Or conversely, reject God and keep Jesus' right to rule and reign and deny themselves their only pathway to salvation. At that moment in the eunuch's chariot, he received his invitation. The Holy Spirit through Philip revealed that Jesus is the suffering servant. Isaiah states that the suffering servant was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he opened not his mouth. Jesus is God who became human. With one word he could have commanded a legion of angels to rescue him. Yet, as Isaiah prophesied all those centuries ago, Jesus did not open his mouth. Knowing that it was the only way we could receive our salvation, he willingly laid down his life for all humanity. Isaiah also states that the suffering servant, in his humiliation, his justice was taken away. And who will declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. Unlike us, Jesus was totally innocent. There was no selfishness in him. When he became human, he surrendered his human self-will to that of the Father's will. Jesus was the perfect human, born of the seed of the Holy Spirit and not of the corrupted seed of humanity. There was no evil in him. He never caused an offence or trespass against another or against God. He is the servant king who became the saviour of the world. Jesus came to earth for the sake of humanity. He suffered at the hands of the injustices of this world and humanity's selfish desires so we could be set free of them. Jesus was denied justice by the very ones he came to save. He willingly became the sacrifice, offering up his life to justify all who are willing to receive and believe in him. Jesus had the power over life itself, as through him and by him all things were created. As the king of God's kingdom, he has the right to rule and reign. Jesus said in John chapter 10, verses 15 to 18, As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Therefore my Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have the power to lay it down, 
and I have the power to take it again. This command I have received from my Father. Jesus says, The Father knows me and I know the Father. This knowing is an incredible intimacy between Jesus the Son of God and Father God. And that same intimacy between Jesus and Father God is also between Jesus and his disciples. The love of the Father for the Son and the Son for the Father is eternal. It is the love of God. That is the reason why he willingly sacrificed himself for us. Back to the encounter between God, the eunuch, and Philip. It is yet another wonderful testimony of how God is always working, pursuing each individual in love. The Holy Spirit was working in the heart and mind of the eunuch. He had a desire to know the truth. So God led Philip to the eunuch. As Philip was preaching Jesus, the Holy Spirit revealed the truth about Jesus to the eunuch. Through Philip, the eunuch received the truth in a way he was able to understand and accept Jesus' right to rule and reign. It was at that moment that the eunuch activated his invitation and became a disciple of Jesus. No matter where we are in this life journey, God is always working. God is the same yesterday, today and forever and is continually pursuing humanity in love. Each and every disciple of Jesus has the same status in God's kingdom. We have the same Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us in every step of this life journey. The Holy Spirit goes before us preparing the hearts and mind of all who are searching. It is important to remember that God speaks to each individual in unique and relevant ways. We are not to compare ourselves to those of the Bible or to each other. As we learnt last week, to Peter and Cornelius, God spoke to them through different visions. In today's text, Philip hears God's voice in amongst all the other voices in his life. It is God who reveals the truth and communicates to each individual in ways that we will understand. I'm reminded of a time how God trained me to hear his voice and be led by him. It was so intimate and personal and very special. One significant time was when God told me to give someone a certain amount of money. I struggled with this, questioning Is that you, God, or is that not God? And I heard a voice say, Even if it's not me, what harm is there as you can do this as a good thing? God met me right where I was at. I couldn't reason against this, so I decided to withdraw the exact amount of money and give it to that person. I wanted to give anonymously, so I tried to find out the person's address so I could leave the money in their letterbox and they would never know who had given it to them. All that week I searched and searched, but I couldn't find out where they lived. This need to give this money became so strong I couldn't wait any longer. I realised I would have to give it to them in person at church on Sunday. 
so I put the money in an envelope and waited for Sunday to come. At the end of the service, I saw that person and said to them as I handed over the envelope, God told me to give you this. They put the envelope in their bag and said, Thank you very much. Well, the story doesn't end there. That same person came up to me and shared how they had been praying for that exact amount of money and how it would be used for a very specific purpose that would benefit so many people and enable the gospel to be shared in a foreign land. I had no idea of this. Of course God knew, as he is always working, pursuing each one in love, no matter where we are in this life journey. Through them knowing I had given the money, they were able to share with me how God had answered their prayer. The foreign exchange rate is constantly changing, but as I said, the exchange rate at that time when they received that money was the exact amount they had been praying for. Through them sharing this with me, God proved to me that it was His voice that I had heard. This was just one of the many instances of how God trained me to recognize His voice in amongst all the other voices. It also proved to that person that it was God who had called them to that particular ministry and it was God who had provided for them to start. Yes, God is always working. He is the one who leads us, guides us, creates a safe place for us to live, cares for us and empowers us. Each day is a new day to be amazed and astounded by God and be overwhelmed by his great love. His river of healing and redemption is forever flowing, relentlessly pursuing each one in love. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you sent Jesus your Son, and we thank you that by your Spirit you are always working. We thank you, Father, that you continue to pursue each individual in love. We thank you that you are always revealing your heart and your truth to each one who is searching. And no matter where we are at in our life journey, just pray that everyone who is searching will find and that each one who listens, may they receive a greater revelation of your love, truth and power. And hear clearly from you where it is by voice, by vision, by revelation, by personal encounter, Father, May each one hear clearly from you, be led by your Spirit, and surrender to your will. By your Spirit, in Jesus' name, Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.